From the U.S. section of the New York Times, the larger but quieter than Bundy push to take over federal land, by Jack Healy and Kirk Johnson, with Julie Turkowitz, who contributed reporting. Ken Ivory, a Republican state representative from Utah, has been roaming the West with an alluring pitch to cattle ranchers, farmers, and conservatives upset with how Washington controls the wide-open public spaces out here. This land is your land, he says, and not the federal government's. Ivory, a bespectacled business lawyer from suburban Salt Lake City, does not fit the profile of a sun-scoured sagebrush rebel, but he is part of a growing Republican-led movement pushing the federal government to hand over to the states millions of acres of western public lands as well as their rich stores of coal, timber, and grazing grass. It's like having your hands on the lever of a modern-day Louisiana purchase, said Ivory, who founded the American Lands Council and until recently was its president. The Utah-based group is funded mostly by donations from county governments, but has received support from Americans for Prosperity, the group backed by the billionaire Koch brothers. The idea, which would radically reshape the West, is one that resonates with the armed group of ranchers and anti-government activists who seized control of a wildlife refuge in Oregon more than a week ago. Ammon Bundy, the crew's leader and the scion of a Nevada ranching family steeped in disputes with the federal government, said he and his sympathizers had gone to Oregon to give the refuge back to local ranchers. Many conservatives, Ivory among them, criticized Bundy's gun-toting tactics, but their grievances and goals are nearly identical. And the outcry has grown amid a dust storm of rural anger at President Barack Obama's efforts to tighten regulations on fracking, greenhouse gases, smaller streams, and other environmental issues that put struggling western counties at odds with conservation advocates. In the past few years, lawmakers across the West have offered up dozens of bills and resolutions seeking to take over the federal lands inside their borders or to study how to do so. Some of the legislation has been aimed at Congress to urge it to radically revise the laws that have shaped 550,000 square miles of national forests and terrain run by the Federal Bureau of Land Management, stretching from the Great Plains to the Pacific. The effort, derided by critics as a pipe dream that would put priceless landscapes on the auction block, has achieved little so far. Historians and land experts say that the Bundy crowd's anti-government rhetoric overshadows a more important but quieter history of cooperation among landowners, ranchers, and federal officials, to say nothing of federal efforts to repair and preserve western landscapes. It's one of the most grotesque misunderstandings in America, said Douglas Brinkley, a historian and author of a forthcoming book, Rightful Heritage, about Franklin Roosevelt and the New Deal conservation efforts. The federal government is the savior of Western lands, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, the National Forest Service. They saved everything. Land experts say the movement offers few details about what would happen the day after the federal government handed over all its land. How would states afford hundreds of rangers, officers, and administrators to keep the land safe and comply with complicated federal laws on environmental policy and protecting endangered species? Would the land stay public or be sold off to the highest bidder?
They conveniently avoid all the difficult questions, said Martin Nye, director for the Bowl Center for People and Forests at the University of Montana. In its mission statement, the American Lands Council says its strategy for securing local control of public land in the West involves four tenets, education, negotiation, legislation, and litigation. In practice, Local land disputes, fueled by deepening antagonism toward federal land agencies, now unfold like social media passion plays. Last summer, groups intervened at the request of mine owners to provide security at mines in Oregon and Montana amid complaints about federal land managers. And in December, Phil Lyman, a commissioner in San Juan County, Utah, received a 10-day jail sentence after he led a protest ride on all-terrain vehicles through a federal area that had been closed to motorized use. All I did was drive down a canyon road, Lyman said. It seems to be getting worse, and the federal agencies, they are expanding.